in this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies, all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin and learn from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits and tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Here we go. We are on. Hello. Welcome to Stand Out Be You. Tequila here. And I'm excited to have this guest on because you know this show is all about you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. And she and I went through an entire recording, had a lot of juicy, good stuff on the recording. However, you don't get to hear it. But hopefully we can channel all that again and you get to hear it. I have today here with me a truth warrior. She's a motivator for vibrant living and a mind, body, spirit coach. She helps busy women who are feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and disconnected find themselves in their lives to learn how to tap into their wisdom and their bodies. Today, I welcome Holly Wade. Holly, please Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and fill in the gaps. <laughs> Tequila, this is so fun to get to do this again. We had so much fun yesterday. So, hey, we get to party again. Exactly. Um, so, I'm Holly Wade, and I have been in the fitness and wellness industry for almost 25 years now. In January, it will be 25 years. I'm like, oh yeah. my goodness. And I like to say that I started that in kindergarten. Um, <laughs> and clearly that's not the case, but Hey, age is, is just a number. It is just a number. Yep. And the thing that kind of steered me into this path was I was doing these things in fitness and wellness, but what I found in my early twenties was that my body was breaking down. I was pounding, I was doing all these things and it hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm young. I was an athlete. That shouldn't happen. The other thing that was happening at the time was that I was having some digestive issues and was later diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And so that's been a big part of my life and my journey is trying to navigate, you know, living vibrantly, regardless of these limitations or day to day. Some days are great. Some days you go, you know what? I got to rest. And just learning to navigate those ups and downs. Right, right. And how did you, tell me a little bit more about you're working with women and you're helping them to find or reconnect back to their bodies. I know you have the fitness background, but how did you get started with now? You're helping them, I assume, one-on-one? I do one-on-one and group, have a group program called Bliss Body. So I do both mm-hmm. um, on what's going to be best for them. Right. Yeah. Is this all virtual or is this in person as well? Yes, we do virtual because, you know, I live in a remote area in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And so it's just easier. I wanted to design my business so I could be mobile um, because I'm involved in something called Groove and am a master trainer and travel. And travel is one of those things that I love. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to be able to be wherever and still do what I do. So I kind of designed it that way purposefully. Right. 
Well, I got to get a little bit more into your story yesterday, even with us for the first time connecting through by way virtually. But tell us a little bit more of how you really got into your business here. How did it all start? It was a layer by layer thing. And I ended up my career to me into higher ed. And I did that for quite a bit of time. My last gig in higher ed was eight and a half years. And In the midst of that, I was realizing that I wanted to do what I'm doing now. I really wanted to move into that health and wellness coaching because I saw this need for more preventive health and understanding how so much of our distress and dis-ease comes from emotions that we've suppressed, Mm -hmm. that we lock back down, that we push back down, um, that we don't know how to express in a healthy way. And through this observation, I was like, oh, I know that's a big piece of the puzzle for me. I hold my tension in my gut. Mm-hmm. And there was just this observation and this need that I see for taking power over your own health yeah. by just little choices. It's not as complicated as people think it has to be. And helping people through that to re-navigate and just come back to basics Um, this understanding of what our body is and does. Because I know I was really disconnected. I didn't listen to my intuition. I didn't listen to the signals of my body. I had to go, 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 do, 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 follow the guidelines of fitness. Yeah. (laughs) Rather than really listening to what my body was telling me. And I think so many people do that. I mean, let's look at the apps that are out there and the Fitbits. Ooh. And I've even seen people make comments like, Ooh, my Fitbit told me I didn't get enough in today. And you know, the intelligence that we have is all hardwired in us. Mm -hmm. So I just saw this need and had this desire. The thing that scared me the most was being a single woman. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's something compelling about having a steady paycheck with benefits. And when you're a single woman with a chronic condition, kind of makes it more compelling to stay with what is safe. Yeah, yeah. And yesterday you shared what that was that was causing you to go this direction. What was that? Ironically, it was my health. It started to spiral. And actually, it was three years ago, this time of year, I hit rock bottom. It was spiraling downward and I was seeing a naturopath. I was doing things to try to bring it back up. And in my world at the time, every area of my life had stress. My workplace was stressful because we were adding on to our building. So it was do more with the same resources. We hadn't had raises in five years. My personal world, I was dating someone and broke up in that. I'd given up my social outlet, which was salsa dancing, because I was just exhausted. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, I was worried. It was like, I know something's going on. I know what's going on. I know that's going to mean surgery. I don't know what that means for my career. So there was a lot of fear and a lot of stress and a lot of concern internally. And I couldn't keep food down. That's the extreme that it hit. And um, honestly, I looked emaciated when I came back home to visit my family over Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And that was the, okay, something has to happen now. So I went back to my job and gave my notice and left my career at semester to get the treatment that I needed, the longer term treatment. And so it was four months in the hospital bed that was like, you know what? 
everything was taken care of that I needed to have taken care of. That was that spiritual side that showed me like, it's all going to be okay. And for me, it was kind of like, if I can handle that, if I can survive that, I can sure enough handle the stressors and the challenges of starting up my own business. Like yeah. that's going to be nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how life feels when something hits. It's like, you know what? This is temporary. I can solve this problem. It might take a little bit, but I can get through this. And in the end, it ends up working out, right? It always does. Exactly. Because look at now, it's gone full circle. We've been able to connect with each other. And we talked about how online, it's something that a lot of individuals aren't aware that's happening. And it's individuals taking control of their own um, environment, their own economy. And we talked about, you know, us as ladies that we're able to now in this type of environment really embrace each other more. Can you go into a little bit more detail? Because that was really good stuff yesterday. I was sharing that my bigger vision is to create a retreat center. And part of that is because I see this need of connection. And there's something about when we can come together in a community, there is something that gives breathing space to relax, to know that we're supported, that we're supporting other people. And not that we don't do that on our own, but we live in a world that is dog eat dog. And if you're in the corporate world, you know, you may be going to your job, no matter what your feelings are about your job, even when you love your job, there's still something about you need a space to go and just give yourself some breathing room and go nurture, tap back in. And so I want to create this sacred space where women can come together and do just that, tap inward, support one another. Because one of the things that we, Tequila and I are experiencing online is we're in these communities where we're around women who are supporting one another and helping one another and celebrating as we have these successes. Not everyone gets to experience that. Yeah. Because the flip side of it is that women are our greatest roadblocks to success. Women really tear women down. And sometimes you just need to come back to a space where you're around women that you know that that's not how it has to be. That you can create this community for yourself, this tribe for yourself now in the online space. So even if you don't feel like you have that where you live or in your workspace, you know that there is that out there somewhere. Yeah. Like, we talked about how we both have these, like how we can travel to so many places and go have coffee with someone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let me open my arms and actually give you a real hug. <laughs> yes, it's because the internet has become so much or it's allowed the world to become smaller that we're able to work with clients and friends and mentors and everything yes. all over the world. And one of the things that we really dived into is that we couldn't do that when we were in the corporate setting. Not that it was a bad thing, but it's very limited of how far or how wide you can actually go. And in the internet world, it's kind of like the limit is only within you. And that's what Standout mm -hmm. VU is about is that, you know what, dive back into you and share what you have with others because you do have a gift to share. Mm -hmm. Tell me, Holly, a little bit more of how are you right now connecting women and having them be reconnected back with their bliss? Yeah. So bliss to me... 
I mean, the definition is just this perfect peace. It's a spiritual term. Mm-hmm. It's being in full harmony. And when we can connect our body's wisdom, we can tap into our soul's truth. And when we can do that, then we understand what our life's purpose is. And when those three things are in alignment, your body is at ease. Life just kind of is in a flow. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be that way. We constantly have to tweak and navigate But we can continually learn to tap into, okay, heart, what are you saying? Gut, what are you telling me? You know, um, so I really start with the body, connecting to the body, getting to know it, getting to understand its wisdom. Because from the beginning of time, every human has experienced those same sensations in our bodies. It is not new age. It's not woo woo. It's ancient wisdom because they were so in tune to their bodies and what it was telling them. And we just lost in our modern world. We're so that we haven't been taught about this most important thing that we have. And that's our body. It's your home from the day from before you came into this world, when you were formed in the womb. (laughs) So the day that you leave this planet, that is your home. It's the most important thing to know and understand. And yet, we depend on our doctors to tell us how to understand it. Yeah. I believe that our power comes back when we are like, all right, body, what are you telling me? (laughs) That's what I'm hearing from you. When we really listen to our bodies. Yeah. And as we practice that, so as an example, I talked earlier about when we suppress emotions or suppress our thoughts, they will show up somewhere in our body. Because it's energy in motion. It has to come out somewhere. So if you're getting zits on your face, your face will actually give you a map and tell you what's going on. So if it's around your mouth, that's intestinal. Mm. Your hands and your feet are a map of your body. Reflexologists understand that. Um, Your ears, same thing. And most people are probably aware of if you press between your thumb and the pointing finger, that spot, when you have a headache, it's a pressure point to release that. Our bodies are full of those things. So as an example, a lot of women carry their tension in their neck and shoulders and it's revealing something. It may be telling you, why do you carry the weight of the world on your shoulders? Why are you protecting your heart? What is it that you are doing to protect your heart? What is that heart wound? Because joy, the expression of joy, which would be the opposite of that is when we're open hearted and your body will actually change your posture will actually change as you start to bring out joy. So it's really quite simple and common sense. It's not complicated at all. And this is what I mean. Who took a class in school to tell you this stuff? No, I know. It's like all the best things in life we learn later (laughs) after school. (laughs) Yes. An example that I really like to use with women in particular is the gut, because that's our intuition. And so many of us ignore it. Me, that's part of the gut issues that I have had. But how many of us dated the same guy? He looked different. Mm -hmm. And then as you got into the relationship, your gut was kind of giving you this little red flag to be like, hey, um, hello, pay attention here. And you knew that there were warning signs, but you just kept going, am I imagining that? Or, oh, he didn't really mean that. Or whatever excuse or whatever rationalization we'll give ourselves. Because we're in bliss and we're in love land. Let's just say it that way. So we are not clear. We are not paying attention. And then when you break that relationship off, that's when you're like, or you you do see something eventually and you're like, 
that's what my gut was trying to tell me. Yeah. So it's these everyday signals that we have. We just don't listen to them because we're in our heads so much trying to get the to-do list done, trying to get the kids to their activities, trying to just survive. Yeah. Distractions. Yes. We have so much, like we were just giving compliments to the internet and to social media. However, at the same time, it's become so grand and big that it's also allowed all of these additional distractions to not only enter our mind, but when it's entered our mind, it's entered our bodies as well. Yes, it absolutely is. And it's designed to be addictive and a distraction. And how many kids are spending time on those tablets and, and they can be great learning tools mm-hmm. in small doses. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you did mention that, you know, like we talked about that, everything can be good, but it's just in doses, how much you take yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, even exercise, there's a tipping point, exercise, eating healthy, there's a tipping point. And when you move into this obsession of, I have to get my workout in or into just clean eating because you're afraid of food, then that's a problem. That's a distraction. It's really keeping you from getting to the real issue that you are trying to not deal with. Yeah. Holly, what do you want to impact the world? Mm. It is so cliche, but it's really world peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at the climate of our world right now and just the stress and distress. And it's because we are full of a world of walking wounded mm-hmm. and hurt people hurt people. Sometimes it's ourselves. Autoimmunes are on the rise and an autoimmune is being at war with yourself. Cancer is on the rise. It's an expression of rage, repressed rage. Look at the sex trafficking. I mean, think about just the emotional wound that those people, men and women, are going to carry and are carrying. You know, so we are walking wounded. And I really believe that as I work with women and they heal, we start to open them up to whatever it is within them that needs that healing space that as they begin to make changes in their lives and to reclaim their own power and wisdom and really show up in a genuine, this is who I am. That's when they can begin to change their relationships. That's when their families are given permission to heal. And as we create this healing from one person, from all these individuals, it begins to be collective and it begins to create a ripple effect of healing and change home by home, community by community, because it's those little ripple effects that are going to create that, not this massive, depending on our governments and our politicians to make that happen for us. Yeah, it's within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that is scriptural. That is ancient wisdom. Peace is all found inside. Yeah. Who's inspired you to this point to be holly and to give to other individuals. I know we all, we all have our hiccups in life, you know, and that's what actually builds in our character, but who actually inspired you to be able to pull this out? Like where Mm. you are today, a woman named Misty Tripoli. 
and she developed Body Groove and a company called the World Groove Movement. I met her probably about 13 years ago at a conference in Washington, D.C., and that was a whole divine appointment, let me tell you, because I had registered for that conference late because of how the fiscal year worked in, in higher education, which meant the sessions that I thought I wanted to go to were full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there were all these kind of dancey types of ones by M. Tripoli. I'd never heard of this person, didn't know if it was a man or a woman, didn't know what to expect, but I was like, I'm a dancer. I love to dance. This is either going to be like right up my alley or it's going to be a painful conference. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but we'll go see. So I went to her first session. It was the early morning session, beginning like 7 a.m., first day of the conference, uh -huh. just a handful of us in this room. And we're standing there. We're just kind of chit-chatting. And in walks this woman with these dreads and her tea and dragging her suitcase behind her with a lot of sass and spunk. And she's really just grounded and down to earth and visiting with us as she's getting set up and um, introducing herself and turns on the music. And it was a full-on dance party like I had <laughs> never experienced. And the thing is, what was coming out was her own personal story of battling with her own self-image and battling with this idea of trying to be perfect and battling with her eating disorder, which was bulimia, and how she, how this, just giving herself permission to dance her way. And so these truths came along with it during the conference. I went up to her, gave her my card, and I was like, hey, would you ever want to come to our university? And so that started our relationship and as friends, as well as professionals, and helped me get more involved in Body Groove because I'm a master trainer and do some other stuff with them and just love dancing people. But with that, there are some truths. And probably the biggest one is the first truth. And that is that no one cares what you look like. And if they do, it's their problem. And so I started realizing that. Like I started being able to be more confident in my appearance that no one cared if I went to the grocery store in my sweats without makeup and a hat. You know, if they went home and talked about it, that was their issue, not mine. Yeah. You know, so I kind of started to release that, but then it went deeper into my own life and real realizing that as much as I think that people really care about what I'm doing day to day, minute by minute, we're all caught up in our own worlds and our own problems and our own what we need to do. It's not that we don't care about people or that we don't think about them, but if someone is obsessing over what's going on in my life and the way that I'm making choices for my life, that's on them because I'm sure sleeping just fine. <laughs> if they're losing sleep over me, then that's their issue. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> so I really think that that was just the embodiment of diving in deeper and letting go of what people think about me. Yeah. Which is good training ground for being online. Exactly. We did know, talk about that. <laughs> as you know, you get a lot of praise and you get a lot of criticism. You have to have thick skin. And that's another reason for this. Stand up be you. You know what? Be you. Once you dive deep and you know yourself, then you've got a shield of armor on, right? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So listen, if we wanted to connect with you and have more bliss in our yeah. lives and in our bodies, how do we connect with you, Holly? 
Yes, you can find me on Facebook. Um, my page is Hollywood Wellness. So just connect with me there. Send me a message. I'm happy to connect that way. Send me an email, holly at hollywadewellness.com. I'm happy to, to connect with you either of those ways. And in terms of finding that bliss, I have a, an eight-week group program that I've developed. We'll be um, launching, we'll be doing our next round in January. Mm-hmm. And I'm pre-selling. I've got limited spaces. So if you want to be a part of that, let's get on a call and talk about what that looks like. But in those eight weeks, we're going to move up through the chakras. And we're going to use the methodology of movement so you can feel your body of meditation so that you can just sit in that stillness and awareness of what does this part of my body feel like? What is it saying? Am I feeling tension? What is that telling me? And just kind of working through that. And then the last methodology is manuscript, which is just journaling. And the point of that is getting those thoughts out of our head. So if those thoughts are churning in your head, it's going to churn in your body. You're just giving it a place to go. You can burn that journal when you're done. Doesn't matter. Um, it's yours and no one else's. So it's all good. So we just use those three techniques and move up each of the chakras to really get in tune with what is this messaging that my body is telling me? And that's what taps you into your soul's truth. You start to tune inward and you start to be able to hear that still small voice inside of you so that you learn to trust yourself. You have all the answers. Yeah. We already do have the answers, don't we? We just don't listen. No, we don't. Tell me what to do. It's easier. (laughs) Exactly. We want someone else to tell us. Jeez, I know. We do it to ourselves. I do it too. (laughs) And I tell you what, coaching makes you really have to live your... Uh, what you talk. Yeah, you have to step into it. You have to mm-hmm. step into it. So Holly, let's go into what I like to call personality questions. So I feel like I need to like shake it up a little bit for you because you already kind of know them. <laughs> I'm going to shift it a little bit. So let's get into some personality. And the first one I'm going to ask you is what's the life lesson that has taught you the most? Mm. <laughs> Don't sweat the small stuff. You know, just have fun and relax and enjoy even those icky moments Mm -hmm. because life really is fleeting and you just never know. We're not here to be punished. We're not here to suffer and struggle. We're here to enjoy this Garden of Eden that we get to live on. So let's just savor it, enjoy it, have fun and not stress out so much. Well said. And you know what else I heard in there? That you said the word icky. My husband says all the time, where is this word icky? <laughs> like, that's my word. <laughs> See, we are connected. <laughs> we are connected. <laughs> if you could travel to any place in the world right now, where would you travel to? Australia. Australia, why? That is high on my bucket list. I think it's one of those once in a lifetime go-to places and I would want to be there for like a month at least yeah, and just really take it all in because it's such a big country and so, you know, you've got the, the desert of the outback and you've got the sea, the coastal parts and pretty cool. And plus they have really cool accents. Yeah, they do have really cool accents. <laughs> <laughs> have a month with your Australian friends. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, so tell me, if you could be any animal in the world, which animal would it be and why? And you would see a lot of animals in Australia, so let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, mine would be an elephant. There is no question behind that. They're communal. You know, the aunties and the grandmas are helping with the young ones. They feel, they mourn, they help one another. They're joyful. They're playful. I just love them. They are so intelligent. So yeah, that's the one. And the last one, tell me, I have to know everyone's name. What's the reason or story behind your name? So Holly is because I was born on December 27th. So I'm a Christmas baby. And funny story, my parents expected me to be a boy. Clearly I wasn't. And they went into the hospital with the name Aaron Scott. So it was a quick, like, what are we going to name this child? And uh, Heather was on the table, but there were three Heathers in the nursery at the time. So Holly, it was, and it fits me. <laughs> the perfect timing too, right? It's a happy name. So it goes completely with bliss. <laughs> Holly, it's been an absolute pleasure to spend these days with you. And thank you so <laughs> much for sharing your story with us having time spent with us. And we are definitely excited to see where you're going and stay connected. Mm. And everyone, everything that Holly has said, I will actually link it in the show notes. So you'll be able to go and find her. And until next time, everyone, remember to stand out, be you, and that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. If you have a story and you are impacting the world, we want to hear it. Go to tequiladoddard.com and apply to be on the show. We are excited to hear how you are changing your community.